Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the Dairy State. Uh, we are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russ Sorry. This week, we have another controversial topic, if you can believe that, uh, the birthplace of the ice cream sundae. Oof, that's hot. That is. <laughs> that's a hot topic, <laughs> that's baby. Hot, that's hot fudge. <laughs> Uh, we also have Wisconsin music from Hot by Ziggy, also hot Woo. by Ziggy. Another beer review. We have another edition of How Many Locos You Had, of course. Awesome. And a special interview, a very special interview. Oh, yeah. Adam from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Uh, as always, uh, please remember to uh, subscribe, rate, review, share, comment, Honestly, this really small favor will really help support us and and help us to keep growing uh, in this uh, independent podcast game, right? There's a million other podcasts you could listen to, but none of them are about this state. I mean, we we fund this thing pretty much 100%, to be honest. I mean, hey, out of our own pockets, because of the love of this information that we have, this is what we do. So, uh, honestly, without any further ado, let's go ahead and uh, get the scoop on the ice cream sundae. Holy dad jokes. All right, here we go. So here is the story from the Wisconsin side, and I want to begin here to put out this original story as told in Two Rivers, Wisconsin. So the story goes that in 1881 in Two Rivers, Wisconsin druggist Edward C. Burners, druggist, not a pothead, all right? Let's Drug- be honest. <laughs> Drugger. He's a pharmacist back Wisconsin then. Wisconsin drug dealer, doer, <laughs> slash doer. He owned Ed Burner's ice cream parlor and was asked by patron George Halauer for an ice cream soda. Due to it being Sabbath Sunday, Mr. Burners composed and put ice cream in a dish and poured chocolate syrup on top. Mm. Ed, Ed, who then also sampled the dish, liked <laughs> it so much that he began to feature it as an ice cream with syrup for the same price as a dish of ice cream, which at the time was only cost a nickel and was only sold on Sundays. Woo! So the story of the Sunday comes from a 10-year-old girl who came in, and she insisted that having a dish of ice cream with the quote, with stuff on top. And they joked, let's pretend it's Sunday. After that, it was sold on all days of the week instead of Sunday due to it, you know, being, and that's that's how the name came about. So Sunday, Sunday. Right. You know, like right. the D-A-E version. And the uneducated it. person who spelled it didn't really know how to spell Sunday. And <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was a little bit of an education loss. Just kidding, guys. There, a- There is no story about that. And Ed placed an order for new dishes that came in like the banana or canoe shape. Yeah. Which is the Sunday dish, which we know today, actually. If you go to like an old school diner, that's what they're going to serve you a Sunday and a banana. like three scoops. Of vanilla ice cream going down the center, a couple of cherries, some hot fudge, maybe a little bit of walnut. Oh yeah, a little banana in there. Little little, little that pecan. A little phallic fruit. Do fruit? I even know what the hell nuts are? Is it pecan? 
I don't what are the ones at the ridges? Walnut? Is that a walnut? I, I think thought it's a it was walnut. a walnut. I think you're good. Son of a bitch. I'm nuts for nuts, dude. I am <laughs> absolutely crazy for those nuts. So the ice cream shop was open all the way up until 1927. It is now the Washington House and Two Rivers who put an ice cream parlor where you can still go and enjoy this fabulous ice cream dish. In 1973, a historical monument was erected in honor of the state's first. However, the controversy comes in when Ed Berners would have only been 18 in 1881. So not out of the question, but a little questionable. I mean, before we get too deep here, I'm just going to tell you, what. when did you get your first job? I mean, I was 14. I worked at Mickey D's. My Same with me. I was 14, and I was doing bagging. And grocery uh, cart or uh, grocery bagging and and retrieving carts at Frank's. Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely I, possible. I'm just saying that, dude. Back then, kids were not kids; they were grown ass adults for crying out loud. I mean, either way, you look think at he it. couldn't scoop ice cream? Oh, right, right. And I mean, who knows? We we don't know the background of his family. He they could have funded the ice cream parlor and you know right. his pharmacy. We don't know. So, here's our toughest competitor here. We're talking about Ithaca, New York. Um, and we're going we're gonna to tell you their story so you can kind of judge for yourself. And you, you make the decision. Obviously, we know our decision. We're Wisconsinites, dude, through and through, hands down. We'll, we'll always back Ascani. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Thousand percent. So, Itha, Ithaca, New York's claim came on April 3rd of 1892 after a Unitarian church service, Reverend James M. Scott paid a visit to a local pharmacy called Platt and Colt in the downtown area. After church service, he was looking for some sort of refreshment along with the store owner Chester C. Platt. Platt asked his fountain server, DeForest Christians, for two bowls of ice cream. Instead of just the scoops of vanilla, he made a special concoction topped with candy cherries and cherry syrup. The two loved this dish so much they dubbed it the Cherry Sunday. Spelt as Sunday, by the way, the week right, Sunday. Right, right. As it was Sunday church service, which led them into the parlor. So the, the thing with Ithaca is they have extensive documentation and formation of this in 1892. The city can pinpoint the day and time this event occurred. They tried to state that Ithaca is the birthplace of the Sunday. They have a ledger of the sale at the time when they went in there to buy this concoction, stating cherry, cherry Sunday for 10 cents served at Platt and Coles, which is featured in the news as well during this time period. So they filed for a patent and trademark protection on March 23rd, 1894. So there is a, a lot of evidence and why they are kind of, you know, Two Rivers' biggest competitor here. Yeah. But there are many others in the run who have tried to claim this. Our FIB neighbors to the south, Evanston, Illinois in Ooh. 1890, Buffalo, New York in 1889, another southern FIB, Plainfield, Illinois, in 1890, also tried to claim this. And there are many others, and we didn't want to go over them, but these two are the ones that are the most documented and probably the two that are within the time period to be the first ice cream sundae. And as we said before, we are biased, so Wisconsin's always number one in You're going to tell me that the dairy state didn't right. first scoop a fucking sundae? Right. We got Come so, on, Ithaca, dude, New York. They have no grippers. They have no milkers. They have no udders. I mean, I can't even believe that this is a... a st they clearly photoshopped everything that they did. 
the receipt, the stupid news article. Yeah, yeah. It's fake. It, it, it is really tough, and I'm going to be honest with you. I Obviously, I'm going to side with Wisconsin, but the evidence is very good for um, Ithaca. And I'm just saying that as somebody who coming in, you know, if I was trying to be a biased source here and not, obviously, I'm Wisconsin, dude. Packers, Bucks, Brewers, no matter what, Admirals, no matter what they do and how bad they are, I love them. I'm, I'm, yes, obviously I'm biased as well. I, I, I will not, as a journalist here, uh, uh, as we are, a respected news uh, organization, a Wisconsin <laughs> drunken history. Yeah. Breaking news. Uh, of course, I'm biased. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to try to ignore the fact that I'm from here and that I love everything Wisconsin, but the, the idea that they, here's the thing. They went a little overboard, Ithaca that being the the right. who, who that right. who I'm considering they at this point. They went a little overboard and they said, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, here's this uh, receipt of of a purchase, and here's a news article stating that this same drug person uh, served up a Sunday with ah, cherry. Yeah, see, I told you. <laughs> and here's our patent. Really. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Well, let me go into my uh, laundry room over here, and let me go ahead and draw up some documents that say it happened in uh, Two Rivers, Wisconsin, instead. So I'm going to conclude the story here, and this is this yeah. is this is the weird part here. So this became known as the Sunday Wars, and it actually was labeled. If you look up Sunday Wars, you're going to probably see these two competitors in the running, and they were ongoing arguments between the two cities. However, in 2006, Two Rivers cited a cease and desist letter to Ithaca to stop the claim as it is untrue. And if you want to see the entire letter, you got to check out our social media. We always post really cool things, videos, yeah. pictures, so you can see this actual letter that they sent. And they wanted them to stop the claim of the birthplace of the ice cream sundae as they still tried to keep this claim. And it's completely untrue and two rivers backs it it's not true but due to this great invention of sunday and which is why we bring up burners ice cream shop it's because of all the great things that have came out of this great wisconsin invention including the banana splits parfaits knickerbocker glories all the toppings and ice creams of everything in between hooskadoos hooskadones with or without the scooter stick baby yeah with or without the scooter stick so, yeah, and, and I, I mean, wh what do you think of this, Eric? I mean, obviously, like I said, it's hard to be not biased because we love this. Dude, we're in the Cheddar Curtain. You right, know what? Cheddar Curtain. You stay out of the Cheddar Curtain. It's Holy like the Soviet moly. Union with a little bit of cheese there, yeah. We yeah. got the Mars Castle defending us here. We got some archers <laughs> shooting the old Kurds at these fibs that come over, you know? Yeah, it, um, clearly. Uh, we are the dairy state. Um. You got to have uh, milk in order to make it. Right. Uh, pretty Need sure that nutter. was us. Need um, nutter. I don't have nutter. We also have Nestle. Uh, so I'm just saying, uh, it, it sounds like it makes a whole lot of sense. And that's what I'm going with. Cool. Well, that's going to conclude our episode, but stay tuned. All right. Now on to our Wisconsin music segment. Of course, we have a hot band called Hot by Ziggy. And uh, let me tell you right now, this is a hot track. It's good. This will make you want to uh, be in a hot tub uh, or other things that Pina are... colada in hand. Yeah. So uh, th this this totally reminds me of like 311, Sublime-ish. Yeah. You got um, that reggae ska vibe. Maybe that like a little upstroking guitar. Upstroke, yeah. it's, it sounds like really cool stuff. It's cool. It's from yeah. our state. You get that little tropical feel in the cold winter here. Absolutely. This thing, hey, it's... 
like as we're recording this right now, it's the coldest day of the year. Uh, it was like negative 10 was like our high today. Uh, so this thing, it's called let down your hair. It will absolutely uh, get you a little bit more uh, warm. It'll bring some sort of positivity to your body. Uh, so uh, again, without further ado, this is hot by Ziggy. Let down your hair.
All right. That again was Hot by Ziggy, Let Down Your Hair. Stupid good music from these guys. Uh, go follow them on Instagram and uh, check out their Facebook. Check them out Spotify, uh, YouTube, iTunes, the whole nine. They're great. Now on to a beer review. Of course, uh, you probably had no idea that was coming, but uh, none of us did. We yeah. didn't see it yeah, happen. No, no one could see this. We didn't coming, even man. know. No. So uh, you may remember from a previous episode, we had a beer called Fuck COVID 2.0. And uh, now we're bringing you Ale Asylum Fuck COVID Pilsner yeah, Edition. Scary. Yeah. So uh, the original one was actually a hazy, uh, a hazy ale, hazy pale ale. Yeah. Something like hazy that. IPA or something. Um, great beer. This one is a little bit on like the, let's, you know, take a step back side. Like let's not oh, yeah, for sure. ruin uh, your night with uh, taking too many beers to the gut. Right. I mean, you know, you got the 4% Pilsner in this one. So you're a lot lighter than your uh, pale ale IPA range. And unlike, unlike the, unlike the previous beer, the other one was um, black and green, right? So the, uh, the, the V was green. The background was black. This one yeah. is a white background with a red V, but it's still fuck COVID. Yeah, Pilsner, absolutely. Four point four percent. We don't want you to get confused. The message here is still fuck COVID. Fuck the I'm pandemic. Sick of this COVID. shit. Co- coronavirus. Sick of being in my house. Fucking, I'm losing it here. I'm losing my shit. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of getting. And this beer. I'm getting a little fucky. And I'm gonna tell you guys. right now, this beer it really helps me get through it. Oh, you know what? If it wasn't for beer. And I, and I hate to say this because I'm not an alcoholic, but if it wasn't for beer, I don't know how sane I would be, to be honest with you here. Yeah, and I, here's the thing. I guess there's uh, uh, there's different stages of things in, in, uh, in your life. Uh, hey, beer is just the adult version of, like, video games or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, if it weren't for video games, I don't know how the hell I would have gotten through my uh, teens, you know, or something like that. But dude, as you, you know, know, as we get older, like you, what are you going to do for your pain? You know, there's, there's, here's what you got. You got Tylenol, beer, opiates, the extreme end of things. Wipe softer. Wipe softer heroin. <laughs> Wipe softer. I don't know what that does, but it might do something good it for you. It doesn't rip you up as much. But honestly, a, like, uh, if, um, if, you know, it's, it's probably the less, it's some legal version of a painkiller to be honest with you you know you can't let Which anything they like, did try to make illegal yeah they did multiple times we, yep yeah. and uh, you know what beer is great if you can if you can maintain yourself on liquor and beer good for you i don't think I, there's anything wrong with uh having a, a nice ale no no not at all to I cure mean, your ailments i mean just, just think about it like if you're having a really rough day at work you got to come home kids they want to play toys you got a lot of things going on What's not, what's not better than having one beer to just chill out and just relax and let everything go? Well, and you, you sort know? of lose the ability to to have that like dopamine effect uh, from things as a kid, as a, from childhood. For sure, for sure. Getting a new toy. Oh, man. Just absolutely euphoric. How about you have a beer as a 20-year-old, you know, and right, then all right. of a sudden you're like, holy shit. 
this just opened up a whole new world of things for me to do right now and ways for me to feel and cope and whatever. Coping is probably not a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you cross or the if line. Or if we like have some into... really deep traumas or something, you're trying to cover up with alcohol. Not a good idea. That's yeah. when you're going to get the addicted to the liquor, you know. But they make you other go Jim Leahy. Help, you're going to you know? go Jim Leahy, trailer park supervisor. Trailer park supervisor. Blue snurf, pissing your pants. Like hey, you, you, might hit, you might hit that level. Who hasn't pooped their pants, all right? Uh, hey, hey. Look, I'm, I'm not judging here. Yeah, either way, either one way. or two, one or two. But you know what? This beer, like, I love it. Like the last one, it's not gimmicky. It's 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 really good. It's it's tasty. They're putting, they're it's well crafted. Fun... Who who doesn't love the message here? Yeah, fuck COVID. And honestly, I'm sick of it. They're putting a fun message on a great product anyway. So like, they would have brewed this beer regardless of a pandemic. They would have brewed right, this right. beer and then they would have called it like, you know, awesome beer, whatever. I don't want to come up with a new name for them, but uh, I mean, regardless of, of what COVID was or, you know, is they would have done something like this anyway. Ale Asylum yeah, yeah, comes out for with sure. fantastic beers oh, dude, hell yeah. all the damn time. Charlie Barron's Keeper moving. I mean, exactly, like, exactly. I mean, there's so many good ones. Speaking of Charlie Barron's. Yeah, we actually have a really cool interview later on where uh, we talked to somebody who... Uh, Kind of knows Charlie pretty well. Yeah. Here. This so. is honestly just a great beer. Ale Asylum. Check it you out, can please. never go wrong. Definitely grab something from them off of your neighborhood uh, grocery or liquor store shelves. All right. Here we are. Another how many locos you at. This is ridiculous. Eric, I think this is the most tame how many locos intro you've done, <laughs> to be honest. I uh, The only reason why we kept it as tame as we did, or I did rather, was because the... The information we have here is ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Stupid. So, <clears throat> let's just jump right in. Uh, sure. The individual is 44 years old. Okay. I'm good to know. He is charged with uh, third offense, drinking and driving, so OWI, uh, operating motor vehicle uh, with, uh, well, intoxicated rather, uh, reckless driving, operating while suspended, Oof. driving against traffic. And driving on a sidewalk. More later in the story. Here we are more in the story. (laughs) Uh, So Madison police responded to the report of a subject driving his vehicle up the exterior stairs of the Wisconsin State Capitol building. Yes, the Wisconsin State Capitol building that is uh, uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, also they added in against traffic. I thought to myself, what kind of traffic is going up and down those stairs? I believe what they mean is that the 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 road directly against those ca- the the stairs would be going in the opposite direction. So they figured he had to have been traveling uh, against traffic on a one way street because you know all the streets down right, by the right, capital right. are a weird one ways wraparound one ways wraparound circles like, no yeah. traffic right foot traffic only pedestrian you know all that shit so. Uh, officers arrived to find that the uh, individual was intoxicated. Witnesses stated that the individual had driven up the steps and around <laughs> the exterior landing platform oh of the Capitol God. building. There's which like is a decent amount of stairs. Stupid nuts. That's There's also dec- trees. There's trees and a decent amount of stairs on Jesus. that. I don't know how you could do on the platform, no less. And the platform, no so, less. So let's let's say when you get up, when you go into the grounds, 
there's like six stairs up to the next level. There's like six more stairs. Then there's like 12 stairs up to the platform above by the homeless people on benches, right. by trees. This is just not a good idea. Uh, a horrible, horrible idea. In Madison, where there's cameras everywhere on that area, too. I would imagine that uh, there's at least like 10 businesses that have partial bits and pieces of this on camera. Right. Um, so the individual eventually parked his vehicle uh, after driving against traffic and was contacted uh, by the Madison police. Uh, once the investigation was complete, the individual was arrested for third offense operating motor vehicle while intoxicated and also uh, uh, was then transported to the Dane County Jail where, uh, he, you know, here we are. So, so the, the incident happened on January 17th of uh, this year. So 2021. Um, and this was approximately 11 minutes uh, after midnight. So we, we really got to break some down. I mean, to be that messed up to drive on the Capitol stairs, this, this may be a higher one. This may you, be a higher one. You're absolutely correct because... Uh, the the amount of alcohol in your system in order to be driving anything like that by right. the capital is it has to be up there. So we we got age. He's blackout. He's blackout drunk. Yeah, for sure. yeah. 100%. We got age. Yeah. We got driving on the tier of the capital. So that means he went yeah. up a few other stairs too, or he went up the side on the grass. But that's steep. Yeah. So he at least went up a like six to eight. Stairs, maybe possibly more. I think the big the big key here is we're talking about a he's 40, from the area. Yeah, so we're talking crazy. about a forty four year old Madison man and third offense OWI. I could easily go to CCAP and try to find out uh, what year his other offenses are. Mm -hmm. He's forty four. I'm assuming that they're probably a distance. In yeah, the past. yeah, and they they might twenty be. years, you know, probably minimum. Uh, but the the point is, in twenty twenty one, uh, this this incident happening on January seventeenth, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty was rough on every single one of us. Right, I, I'm not excusing his actions. He, he's absolutely stupid for driving drunk. But let's just say right now, it, it's been a rugged year. He's 17 days after New Year. Uh, it, this guy's probably just like had it, went out, partied, maybe, yeah. let loose, right? Right. Uh, maybe the first time he let loose in, in uh, you know, approximately what, March 15th? The, like the second week of March is when everything just kind of went to hell in 2020. Right. So he's he hasn't been out and about, I'm assuming, in like almost a full calendar year. I'm I'm not trying to excuse his actions again, but you know, let's just say that maybe this was the first time he had had uh, that. Maybe he that was the first time he had consumed that amount of alcohol in a public setting, and obviously behind the wheel of the vehicle in that amount of time. Oh man! I'm saying right now, you know, he's definitely blackout drunk. As yeah, I for sure. Before, I mean, if you can't see the road, you are you're driving upstairs. Yeah, you're driving yeah. up hills and trees and. Dude, maybe yeah. he just went out for a lap dance, which led to a crap pants, which led to Kim getting kicked out of a strip club, which led to him driving home when he was fucked up. And he forgot where his home was and thought that it was the capital. So what's your initial oh, but in take? This, castle. this is a higher one for me. 
And I'm I'm gonna state it, but you state yours first before I state mine. How about on three, we state ours. Okay. Okay. Yep. Three. Oh wait, wait, wait. did I say on three? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll we'll just rock this one out. We've had a few uh, fuck covids, so uh, hey. I'm telling you right now. Uh, so I'm gonna say three, two, one. All right. And then we're just gonna say our sure our local level. Let's do it. All right. Three. Two, one, 16. 20. Okay. So you want to meet in the middle and go 18 loco? I think we have to. Let's meet in the middle there because I literally think he's up there. He's blackout drunk. Like this is beyond yeah. the point of doing funny, crazy stuff. It's like messed I think up. he's just really like, oops. <laughs> I got really hammered and uh, man, it's my third oops and I didn't mean to. It's been, you know, 15 years since my last or something like that. Again, I don't know that it's been 15 years, but I'm just assuming at his age that it's probably been a while since his last. And he was just trying to go out for, you know, his like sanity. Like I need to go out and drink in a public setting for my sanity. It's, you know, 2021. I haven't gone out in like almost a year. So So let's sound the gavel at 18. 20 20 for you, 16 16, for me. Meeting the split. 18. 18. Sound the gavel. So today we're here with Adam from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Adam, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. Morning coffee here. Right. right. We got the uh, morning beer coffee. We're sucking down brewskis. (laughs) Oh, are you really? You got to start early. Hey. Well, yeah. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. It's true. That is true. We're drinking... I got lit up like a Christmas bush myself last night. Hell nice. yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. We're you know, it's always it's always a little harsh to go ahead and hop right back on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a little uh still, when you've been still... bent over the cauldron, you know. <laughs> you know, oh, not no. all heroes wear capes. Yeah, yeah right on. So we we're gonna ask you, uh how did how did you get into bluegrass? I know it's so cool it's making a comeback in the state and uh we just wanted to hear your story. Well, you know, uh there's been kind of a rich history of bluegrass in the state of Wisconsin dating back to this this kind of crazy festival that happened called Mole Lake. And that was like in the 70s and 80s. And some of the biggest acts at that time, you know, from Bill Monroe, the follower of bluegrass, to Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and Newgrass Revival and John Hartford, they all played up there at Mole Lake. So it's kind of, you know, there's there's bluegrass roots in Scotty. Awesome. And, uh I got into it um, probably via my brother. Um, he had, you know, you know, you steal your brother's CDs, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's eight years older than me, and I apparently stole the right the right discs and found myself listening to some old early Yonder Mountain String Band shows. Nice. And, uh, you know, from there, I just kind of, you know, utilized my local library here, the Portage County Library. Awesome. Got all kinds of CDs from there. And then by coincidence, uh, a uh, early uh, music teacher over at the middle school was into bluegrass. And he, like, actually taught, like, a week a week of bluegrass history. So, it's you know, it's a bunch of small things that lead to lead you down that road, you know. That, that's so cool. I know. I wish I had a brother like yours because I got introduced pretty much in the 80s hair metal. Yeah, so. you're, I was just going to say, your brother was basically into Spice Girls or something, right? 
<laughs> oh man, the, that was a British sensation, yeah. baby. Get out of here, Eric, with that. They're pretty good, but it's, you know. What was your What was your favorite Spice Girl? Come on, be honest here. Well, that was Baby Spice. Oh yeah, she was oh, smoking. I'm in, I'm or in Victoria that. too. I liked Victoria. She was a little grumpy, but. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was that posh. I don't. I. It, I think it was I don't know. She was. I think it was posh. The one married the Beckham. He's gonna. Right? He's gonna drop the real name of the per. We're all like, sporty baby. <laughs> I'm dropping the ginger, real name. We're getting sued. No, uh, we're done. Rugged spice. <laughs> rugged time, spice. <laughs> uh, rosemary. Man, there should be a bluegrass spice girl oh. cover band. How is that not? Oh, there has it's to be. Unbelievable. Yeah. It hasn't been a picking on the Spice Girls yet. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and start it here at Project Cape Studio. We're going to go ahead and get that thing kicked off. If you want to be yeah, my that lover. Is entre- that's, that's an entrepreneurial idea right there. <laughs> the Nice Girls. Yeah. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, about uh, horseshoes and hand grenades, when did you guys get a start? Um, kind of, And how did you guys meet? Well, we were all going to school, actually. I, I coincidentally, uh, as we talk on Super Bowl Sunday, I was into football. And, uh, you know, I played some college football. And uh, I met Sam Odin uh, at, like, our university centers by coincidence because he just seemed like a kind of a crazy guy, which he is. <laughs> and uh, we hit it off and... I quit the football team, and he had met the uh, other guys on campus, too, you know, not long before then, and uh, introduced us all, and we just became buddies, really, and started, you know, playing some some local things, house parties, you know, and stuff cool. at, the, at the college, and that's <laughs> kind of how we were born, from just, you know, raging house parties and picking there, and then there was this this place called uh northland ballroom that that held a bluegrass open mic and uh somewhere in there we started going there on wednesday nights and then uh realized like hey somebody's gonna like hit a deer you know this is like 30 minutes outside of uh (laughs) and it's like not a great idea you know we're college kids i don't even think we're of age yet yeah yeah and uh, it dawns on us like this is gonna things are gonna get weird if we don't figure out a different way of doing this. So I end up like hiring this bus company <laughs> to, to to stop downtown on Wednesday nights at seven o'clock and pick up like herds of college kids and drive them to the bar. And uh, awesome. it was great, man. You you know you'd have a backpack of beers. Everybody would just be getting lit up on the <laughs> on the bus ride to this bar, you know. And it was hilarious too because, you know, like I said, it's hard to believe even half of the people were of age. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. <laughs> no one ever got in trouble. Everything went just fine. But you know, you look back, you're like, huh can't believe that worked you know as soon as somebody's story starts with i had my first beer at 21 i've checked out uh, yeah. th- i know that that story's gonna oh, be yeah. awful and that person's i don't know too straight laced for me <laughs> yeah, right. i mean if it starts with i got on a bus and i was 15 <laughs> and i was sucking beers out of a sendix bag or something i'm like <laughs> all right you know what this guy's somebody i want to talk to yeah. <laughs> 
Well, Sam, uh, who I already referenced here, uh, the bass player for Horseshoes, you know, we'd been going and playing there all the time. He was the youngest in Horseshoes. And, uh, you know, it's probably been years that we've been playing there and Sam's been drinking there. And, and then, you know, we celebrated his 21st birthday there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the, 10 years as a and band in his, and his 21st. Was like, <laughs> was like, how old is he? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely rocked a uh, Jansport cooler, a.k.a. just beer in the backpack. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Jansport cooler. <laughs> the Jansport cooler, man. That's what it's called. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it works best when it's below zero outside. For some oh, reason. right. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we we're going to ask you, too, about some of the other projects. I know me and my buddy just picked up the uh, the CD you did with Charlie Barons, and uh, let me yeah. tell you, I've done some uh, Supper Club shuffles in my house. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> it's nice. so cool, man. It's, it's an instant nice. classic. It should be. It's up there with like uh, Elvis's Christmas CD. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't fought with with old Bob at the old supper club? Hey, that's not your fish, there, guy. Yeah. Hey, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know that whole record, like, and you know, part of why Charlie's such a funny dude is like, you know, he he he's not pulling this stuff out of thin air no it exists it's real all of this stuff is rooted in some sense of reality and it's like (laughs) he's more more so just great at pointing out irony and and yeah no for sure how how absurd some of these kind of wisconsin tropes are yeah, it's funny because I love how he like over exaggerates it too. You know what I mean? Like my grandpa, of course, is like, "Oh, hater," or uh, you know, or yeah. no, you know. But he like, yeah. I love it. Like he just has it like nailed. It's like so oh, over the top and so good. You know, I was with this this uh, friend of mine last night, this gal Tasha, and um, we were laughing because you know she was maybe on her like third or fourth glass of wine or something. And suddenly, like, you know, we weren't talking about this or anything. We weren't talking about anything Wisconsin. Suddenly, she had the thickest Wisconsin accent. (laughs) It was just, like, unbelievable. And, you know, I noticed that. Like, the more, like, beers you put down, like, the thicker your accent becomes in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. It's like like some kind of slur of some sort. The O's get dragged out real, real long. Right, right. That's when we all become better at sports or darts or whatever the hell we're doing, and we become brave. And it's it's all started with that you know that thick syrup of an accent that we get. Well, hell, we'll, we'll, we'll get so brave we'll we'll even chainsaw a hole in the ice and jump in it. Exactly. All oh, right. Hey, you don't even need pants when you're that liquored up. I'm gonna no. be honest with you. I'll jump in there. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Snow pants, yep. no pants, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No. Who cares? It's true. Above thirties, you don't have to wear shirties. That's just the saying; it goes. Yep. So, <laughs> well, you know, Charlie is a pleasure to work with on so many levels. Like his, his, um, he's he's aside from being hilarious, he's like a genuinely really good dude, and uh, and just you know, a good thing for the state of Wisconsin. It's really funny that I'll like I'll get people who's still like from outside of the state hit me up, and they're like, you seen this guy like, you know, <laughs> the course that we put together put a record out together you know yeah, it's yeah it's so funny because i never realized like my parents used to swear all the time but they weren't swear words they're like holy smokes or cripes or yeah. fudge yeah. or you know and i never realized that was like just a wisconsin thing you like, went to school and you said fudge under your breath and you're like you thought it was yep. you thought it was the worst yep. <laughs> ah, oh, yeah oh yeah man i was out in wyoming <laughs> 
And uh, I said, you know, the saying, it's a horse apiece. Oh, there yeah, you go. yeah. And the people were just like, what are you talking about? The hell about? is this guy talking about? It's like, <laughs> yeah, what, like, haven't you ever played Wisconsin bar dice, you idiot? Yeah. It's a horse apiece, bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Adam. Yeah, you know, we've got our own, we've got our own uh, language here in Scott. Yeah, definitely. for sure. There's definitely a lot of slang, and it's hard to explain, especially when you're out in L.A. So I recently said, uh, hey, you guys, yeah. to a group of women and men, and the women mm-hmm. took so much offense to it. I'm like, hey, I'm from I'm from Wisconsin. Just give me a break here, you guys. Yep. Hey. You know, I was, <laughs> I'm dating a girl down in Nashville, and she gets, like, irritated that I'll say, like, love ya. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, like like she like thinks she thinks that like the ya is like reserved for like your buddy. Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, no, like ya in my world here, it's you. Ya and you are the same thing. Absolutely, completely interchangeable. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, she's like, no, she's like, yeah, for sure. Oh man, I tell you, for Christ's sake, yeah. All right, Adam, before we let you go today, we have about 10 questions to find out how Wisconsin you are. And I know you're going to pass these with flying colors, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so, all, all right. right. First one, where do you consider to be up north Wisconsin? Up north? Well, you know, that's probably north of uh, north of 29 or north of 8. I don't, you know, oh, eight is, 8 is the, that's my go-to. Yeah. Like North eight? of Rhinelander, that's where you're up there. Well, it depends on where you're from, you know, because if you're from Milwaukee or Madison, then I feel like you surely think up north is like once you hit Wausau. True. Right. True. Right. Like you nor- know? Yeah, right. Exactly. It's, it's a tough question. But for me here in Point, you know, up north is, is more like Merrill. Exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, and, and to your point, it really is. I mean, it's all relative because – I'm, matter of perspective exactly I, right. I i'm from elkhorn originally which i could spit on illinois which i did <laughs> <Sure>. often <laughs> and uh i always thought hey you know what up north i guess uh the dells anything north of that yeah, was, yeah for sure but yeah i mean i have been properly educated on on exactly what the hell i was doing and that's an interesting <clears throat> one man it really really is yeah like, I, heard this conversation occur before and it is it's a matter of perspective and you know like if you look at it from like a natural resource or like geography perspective you know where the central sands meets like the northern pineries that's kind of like the north woods yeah that is know? true actually it is like where you have all your iron woods your horn tails and yeah, you know, like, you guys where are making that me hot. Transition happens is kind of the Northwood. <laughs> are you getting like, a, this guy's getting a cedar uh, over here? Speaking Come on, of Northern no. Pines, I'm. You guys <laughs> yeah. talking is just getting me rowdy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right, so next one we got for you. Have you ever hit a deer? Uh, uh have I? No, I mean it can be in a bar that's, fight that's too impressive. if you want. Like, if you've ever <laughs> well, just you know, I've walked outside deer. and it looks at you uh, differently. Yeah. You know, um, I've had some hella close calls. Good. Uh, 
frequently, in fact. You know, the kind of one where you're like, did I just, like, kind of hit that, you know? <laughs> did I just absolutely uh, uh, take out that whole ancestry right now? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but, you know, no, I've never actually straight up thunk one. I did have a old 99 Ford Explorer, Exploder, you know. Oh, yeah, oh the, the 4.0. And I got off tour. And, you know, it had been a long tour, a couple of weeks, and uh, we had driven through the night after a show, I think, in Chicago. And we get back, and I I went to the – I wanted to go to the Packer game. It was a noon game, you know. Yep. And we, we've been driving through the night in the bus, you know, and maybe we get to my house about 930. So I got to go. I'm going to kick off at noon. And it's a snowstorm, you know, which – this, none of this was really a great idea in retro. <laughs> so, so I uh, get in the Ford Explorer and I'm driving down like, oh. And then I, I decide that like for some reason I think the county highways are going to be better. <laughs> so I'm taking the county highways from my house. Like I'm like kind of up by like um, kind of like north of like Rosholt. Like, you know, kind of sure. trying to like, go hook into 29 up there and Man, I hit an icy patch in that Ford Explorer, <laughs> flew off the county highway into a farm field. Like, and I'm talking like not a little off the highway, like really far in this farm field. And I'm like, huh. I'm like, okay, well, what do you do now? And uh, I ended up, I just put it in four wheel drive, <laughs> drove out of the farm field, got back on the highway and drove in four wheel drive, cleared a limo. And was yeah. Nice I think that, I think that farmer owes you a little bit of money for doing some farm work for him. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. You, you flagged <laughs> down the trail solid. groomer and you said, Hey, could you get me a path here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those little, I miss the Ford Explorers, man. Those things are Oh yeah, they can oh, handle yeah. a beating. That's what I had. I had a 2000 Ford Explorer, the 4.0 with the yeah, the four the uh, go on the fly four wheel drive or whatever. And I same thing. Some uh, somebody uh, blew a stop sign, but not really on purpose. It was they were trying to stop, but the roads were icy, and oh sure, that's what took mine out. <sighs> wow, yeah, but you know they they were uh, gas guzzlers, but boy were they yeah they were built Ford They were oh, right on build them like they used to kind of a deal yeah no that's definitely for sure so next question we got for you adam beer brats what beer do you recommend using point special point special i'm gonna have to give that a shot that's next on my list for sure Uh, you know i I am a prideful stevens point native and so uh you know uh point special is your traditional lager and uh you know, it just seems like the appropriate, you know, it's just like it provides that certain uh, flair, uh, you know, the for the bite and the brat. You know, it's, it's yeah. just kind of the, I don't you know, it's I think it's the right move, you know. A close second would have to be, uh, you know, no, just point special. Point special. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. We got that on our list. We're trying yeah. that. Now, is that is that also the same beer you would use on a fish fry as well for a beer batter? Probably, although yeah. I was up there with Charlie once, and uh, the Lining Kugel brothers were there. Okay, and were Jacob and... Uh, yeah, the other the, one? Or I can't remember who... I don't think it was... Well, maybe it was Jake and another one. I can't yeah. remember his name. There's too many really of nice. them. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many. 
Oh, great. Well, anyhow, they made a hell of a good fish fry hmm. using lineys, so there's that. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I, I like to do it with point because, yeah, you know, you, you make your fish fry, and then you just, you know, you pull out another can, you poke a hole in it. You know, and uh, Heck yeah. next thing you know, you you you're guzzling down and you're shotgunning a beer. You know, and, uh, you got <laughs> next thing you know, you're accidentally shotgunning a beer. Yeah, I've been in that situation. Whoops! There's a hole in my. Whoop! There she goes. Oh, is this my car keys in my hand that I'm poking this hole in this beer? <laughs> Son of a gun! Not again. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that time of year now. There's something about like ice fishing and shotgunning a beer. There's they kind of go like. I agree. You couldn't set a tip up without shotgun and a beer. I'll tell you that much. You couldn't. Your hands wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't go. <laughs> wouldn't work properly. With uh, right. this weather, though, you got to be careful of the uh, ice Fu Manchu. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, man. Yeah, yesterday I was at Snowshoe, and I had that going on for sure. Yes. <laughs> the ice Fu Manchu. It yeah. happens to us yeah, all. Man. Yeah. It's pretty pretty negative out there right <laughs> yeah. now. It's, yeah. It ain't positive. That's there's for sure. there's negative vibes all around today. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one I got for you. Have you ever been to Summerfest? And do you have a memorable band? Yeah. Well, Horseshoes has played Summerfest a number of times. Right on. Yep. And uh, actually had always have had memorable shows at Summerfest. I mean, what an iconic time. Now, as far as the show that I fondly recall. There's two that are like pretty crazy. One was uh, Paul Simon. Okay, cool. And that was cool, you know, because that's like such a bucket list kind of a dude. Absolutely. And he played there the night before we did, so we got to go in there in the in the big amphitheater and and watch him. And man, did he put on a good show! Could, like, could, what a talented dude, you know. Could you and, imagine uh, Paul Simon lyrics today, though? Like. Tucked back in an alley with a roly poly little fat face girl, not yeah. gonna go, not gonna go over too well in today's market. No, not yeah, so much. <laughs> not so much, but it's art. I know, right? But it's <laughs> art. <laughs> say things that you couldn't say. That's you know, right. The guys of art, but but yeah. So cool. him, you know, he was a trip. And then a weird one is, I don't know if you guys ever got into dispatch. Oh yeah, of course, kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were, you know, um, I was into them, especially in high school, and they, you know, did like a reunion run, and one of them was at Summerfest, and um, cool. man, that was just crazy to see. Yeah, just I mean. Because it's like so, such a flashback to like high school, you know, debauchery at parties and listening to, you know, the general and yeah. uh, things like that, you know, Bats in the Valkyrie. Yeah, uh, great, great shows for sure too. Uh, yeah. Them and, and uh, uh, OAR seems to always put on decent shows on the side <laughs> stages, and they're like always there. They're always know, there. Right. And Third Eye Blind is like they'll oh, play yeah. two nights in for a row. Sure. It'll just be OAR, and then the next night on the same stage at ten o'clock, it'll always be Third Eye Blind. Yeah, yeah, totally. Man, OAR is another like high school soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, Crazy that, game of poker. It took yeah, oh thirty minutes God. to listen to that song. Yeah, man, I remember playing, you know, you just felt, you felt so damn cool playing poker in high school. Like, oh, oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. That was that World Series time, too. Everybody was just watching the World Series of poker for, like, the first time ever. That's right. 
thanks, right. th- thanks for Lady Gaga keeping it going with Poker Face there, yeah. guy. Yeah. And that roly poly uh, pig in the alley or whatever you said. Oh yeah, <laughs> poker face, yeah. roly poly pig. Paul in the Simon alley. kept it going for sure. <laughs> All right, Adam. Before we let you go, I got two more questions for you. So the next one is: There a supper club we have to check out? Or in our listeners? Yeah, you know, um, one that I recently really enjoyed is is uh, up outside of Neilsville. Okay. Uh, so, you know, Nielsville is pretty out there in the middle of nowhere, you know. Uh, what do you call that? Kind of like, I guess it would be north uh, west of Marshfield. Okay. Right, right. You know, on Highway 10, there's this crazy place there, man. This It's called the Silver Dome Ballroom. Oh, cool. It's iconic. It's a National Register of Historic Places building. And uh, it's notable because, like, you know, Johnny Cash played there. What? And like, cool. Yeah, and like Neil Young when he was in Buffalo Springfield. Ooh, and like great. I mean, I'm talking about a bunch of crazy, crazy ass like That's historic cool. acts played this place. That's awesome. And we got it in our mind to go play there, uh, even though it's so far from like a metropolis that it was like kind of a bizarre business. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of uh, people would have to travel, you know. You got a little uh, bit of a deliverance feel when you're just trying to get a uh, a Bloody oh, Mary. Dude, yeah, totally. <laughs> that's, t- that's totally that vibe. But <laughs> to that point, there's a supper club out there called the Wildcat Inn. Okay. And that place, man, we went there for dinner that night, and it was so good. Hmm. Like really ridiculously delicious um everybody loved their stuff and, and they they had a mean old-fashioned you know of course so so i'd supper club shuffle my ass back there and right on hell yeah so wildcat in is you there a lot of here. is there a lot of uh spicy cougars in wildcat yeah. in <laughs> back alley cats back alley cats yeah <laughs> but oh, also yeah i mean not really they're okay, not affiliated I, I just looked it up. It's, it's called the Wildcat. The, the Wildcat. Wildcat. Okay. okay. Cool. The well, Wildcat. The Wildcat. Oh no! Here it's listed as the Wildcat Inn. Yeah. I don't Holy know. smokes! They don't it's even like know what the hell they're called. It's, yeah, it's not sure, but here they say the the Google reviews are great selection, gourmet quality, excellent service. Uh, oh, great food at a really good price. The lamb burger was great. Lamb burger. <laughs> That's something you don't hear. Ooh, Holy and then you got somebody who's pretty upset. The fish and fries were overcooked, far too crispy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's I like crunchy fries. Far fry. too crispy. Come on, <laughs> far too crispy. <laughs> right. This was far too crispy for my liking. I will never attend the Wildcat Inn again. Yeah. All right. That guy was clearly from like New York or something. Illinois. Something like or that. Or Illinois. Okay. <laughs> Possibly Illinois. Those guys are questionable. So, Adam, this one isn't one of the questions, but have you ever been to La Tigre Lounge? What? La Tigre. You know, it's, it rings a bell. Sounds like Napoleon it's Dynamite. In, it's in Madison, and everything is covered in Wildcat skins. Everything. It is, is that like, the one that, where is that? It's in Madison. Where in Madison? Um, it's like right on the uh, west side there as you're heading out of town to go towards like Baraboo. I know what you're talking it's about. It's so I wild. I have been there. 
it's it's like a spicy jungle. Like you yeah. can't I can't explain it to <laughs> like anyone. <a> spicy jungle. <laughs> I can't explain it other any other words in a yep. spicy jungle. Straight out of uh uh yeah. Oof. It's spicy the spicy jungle. It's the jungle book of Madison. Let's yeah. just I'm throwing it out there. So <laughs> European gigolo over there. Yeah, hey, I look forward to get to getting down there. Definitely grab me a, a little uh, tiger man watch thong, it. head on in there and you're gonna fit in. You'll watch out they won't for even the poachers. <laughs> so <laughs> All right, Adam, last question for you. Um, is there a brewery or a brewery tour in Wisconsin you recommend our listeners go check out? Well, you know, Central Waters Brewing Company is our is our home brewery here. Love so it. Aside from the Point Brewery. And, and Central Waters is awesome on so many levels. You know, they do a, they do a beer, HHG Americana Pale Ale, that... Aside from it being, you know, like the horseshoes beer, I actually really love the way that that tastes, too. Amen. So, you know, of course, Central Waters, you know, I have an allegiance to them. Right on. For for many reasons. Um, I do have kind of a funny story, you know. Everybody celebrates New Glarus, you know. Yeah. And I, too, have in my life celebrated New Glarus. And it... uh, we were down there, Horseshoes was, doing a two-night run. This was years ago. We were playing two nights at the Majestic Theater. This is before we started doing the Sylvie thing. Okay, yeah. And, and uh, we play the first night. We have a hoot. You know, I remember partying after the show. and We decide the next morning that we should go do the New Glarus Brewery Tour. So, you know, what do they call it? The washer effect? You know, where you party yeah. the night before and you have a beer the, the next day and <laughs> yeah. you suddenly awesome. find yourself lit up again. Yep. <laughs> well, well, that basically happened to, to us, and uh, which was a little weird because, you know, we had another show that night. But uh, <laughs> but we, uh, you know, had a, had a beer over there. And we're doing the brewery tour, which, if I remember right, the brewery tour is like, self-guided it is yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they don't have any like tour uh guides or anything yeah yeah you, you just kind of walk through or whatever and then <clears throat> at the end we ended up over at that like the, like, like the patio club. thing yeah like a clubhouse thing we were yep. inside though okay um and you know beers are happening and we bust in the sing songs yeah, if you've ever seen horseshoes, like one thing that we occasionally will do is crowd around the mic and do like the Rattlin' Bog or Harley yeah. Moe or some acapella number. And uh you know, in this in the haze of the washer effect and probably a couple more beers and starting <laughs> to feel lubed up, we start singing these songs, man, and like all these people that are also there are just like a mixture of what the hell is going on and whoa this is really cool and suddenly there's like a bunch of people around us you know it's probably 50 people like around us singing these songs and just like cheersing and everything's getting rowdy and suddenly this employee like it seemed like he was like the manager of of at the time you know of, of the brewery like breaks through this crowd of people and basically shuts this down what yeah he's like he's like no 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 more no more 
and like we're everyone's like what like why would you you're in a brewery like what's yeah. wrong with this and um and then and I, to this day i don't know if this was a joke or not because the you know inevitably all these people that were listening to us kind of like gave this guy flack and i remember being pissed and like saying like that was lame as hell or something to the guy yeah. and he said uh he said this is he said that's an irish song this is a german brewery what yeah are you serious <laughs> and i don't know if he was serious or if that was a joke because you know obviously if he's serious that's like such a bizarre thing like that, <laughs> right. you know? um and you know, if it was a joke, it just wasn't a very good one. Yeah. And, and uh, so anyhow, that's like a bizarre memory I have. I remember leaving and just being like, "What just even happened?" Yeah, right. Like, so damn weird. So, so that's a brewery tour memory for you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, and honorable mention because of its name uh, is the Grumpy Troll. Yeah. Know, we Mount just had World. those guys on. They're awesome. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. No we, kidding. We had Central Waters cool? too, actually, just recently. Central oh, you, you Waters. Talk to Anello. Yeah, we Anello's yep. awesome. Yep. Oh, cool. He's a great guy. Yeah. I love that dude. He's so a much. cool dude. Yeah, because uh, we were just recently talking because his son's getting in and playing guitar. Awesome. So we were chatting about that, but. Man, there's a lot of great breweries, you know, across the state. My my friend, who I'm in a uh, one of the projects with, called the High Hawks. He's got a distillery called the Lacrosse Distilling Company, and they're doing some really really good stuff too with this Heel Notes vodka and gin. And then there's like uh, this Rock and Rye and this like uh, this light whiskey. Like, is there some really cool some cool stuff going on there too? Nice. Awesome, Adam. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. We loved having you on. This yeah. is such a pleasure for us. Like, you're literally like the pole bunny. You're like a pole bunion in our state, man. Yes. Like, honestly, <laughs> it's so awesome. I saw the email. I'm like, dude, he is pole bunion of Wisconsin. You know what? <laughs> We're Real so, life, man. It's awesome. It's a pleasure to talk to you guys, man. Super, super cool. And I love what you got going on here, man. But uh, yeah, I know the Packers aren't in the Super Bowl, but uh, still try to enjoy your Sunday. Yeah, right. You know, there's uh, a rift in the house right now about you know some the there's someone who likes Tom Brady and respects Tom Brady, and then there's me. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in your boat there. I'm in your uh, boat. So, <laughs> yeah. but, all right, Adam. You have a good Sunday. Absolutely. All right. Nice all right. to chat with you guys. Be well. All yeah, right. Thanks. Easy. Bye. Bye. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home.